The NBA trade deadline came and went, with some superstars being moved and other teams shoring up around the edges. Which deals were the best and which ones were the worst? I'll go over it now here on the Balance and Ballin' Podcast. What is good, everyone? It's Jordan Pecolino and host of the Boundless and Ballin' Podcast. Of course, the trade deadline was on Thursday, and a hectic day it was. I'm going to go ahead and uh, break down all the trades that were made in four different tiers, Superior, and then A, B, and C. Let's start off with the Superior tier. Uh, I found that both of the Magic trades were very much S-tier worthy, uh, Orlando traded Aaron Gordon and Gary Clark to the Nuggets for Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and a future first-round pick. Denver gets a hell of a big three in Jamal Murray, AG, and Nikola Jokic. It also opens up the door for Michael Porter Jr. to potentially increase his production in the front court. And as far as Gary Clark, he is pretty much another bench piece for Denver. On the flip side, Magic get a great veteran in Gary Harris, well-liked in Denver. He's uh, struggled with injuries, however, uh, and they also get a young point guard in R.J. Hampton. Uh, the Magic also made a blockbuster, another blockbuster move, trading Nikola Vucevic and Al Farouk Camino to the Chicago Bulls for Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and two future first-round picks. The Magic, again, with their beginning their rebuild with these two trades, they get a great big man in Carter Jr., and it's unclear if Otto Porter is part of their future. Uh, the Magic also get a, or the Bulls rather, get a star center in Vucevic, and him and Levine will be great for coach Billy Donovan. Moving on to some of the A-tier trades, Norman Powell was traded from the Raptors to the Blazers in exchange for Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. It's essentially a shooters-for-shooters deal, and I think both teams benefit from it. Portland uh, kind of wins this, however, because they now have a formidable 1-2-3 of Dame, CJ, and Norman, who just had 22 points in his Blazers debut last night. Very impressive. Uh, On the other side, Toronto continues to prep for their future uh, with Van Vliet, and now Trent, Hood, and uh, of course can't forget Pascal Siakam as well. Uh, Another A-tier trade was the Celtics acquiring Evan Fournier from the Magic for Jeff Teague and two future second-round picks. The Magic went on to waive Jeff Teague, but Boston gets a huge score to take the load off of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And surprisingly, Kemba stayed put. I know I talked about last week how if there was a big blockbuster deal for another star for the Celtics, that Kemba would likely be moved in that scenario, but he's staying in Boston. So that was uh, definitely unexpected. Moving on to the B-tier trades, the Rockets traded Victor Oladipo to the Miami Heat for Kelly Olenek, Avery Bradley, and a future pick swap. This is arguably highway robbery by Pat Riley, and the fact that he didn't include uh, Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero was just honestly, as Stephen, as Stephen A. Smith would say, blasphemous. Uh, LA, the Lakers could have traded Kuzma and THT for Oladipo, and that would have been a better deal than whatever the Rockets just agreed to. Like, I make these kind of trade proposals in my fantasy basketball league, and they usually get rejected, like, two seconds after I send them over. So, I don't know what Houston's GM was thinking, but the fact that Pat Riley was able to get Oladipo for essentially chips and salsa was just utter highway robbery. 
and I this is on par with the Drummond trade that the Pistons made at last year's trade deadline, and maybe just a smidge above the Zubats for Mascala trade that the LA teams did the deadline before that. So it's just absolutely unbelievable how Miami just finessed Houston in this deal big time. Moving on, the Clippers traded Lou Williams and several picks to the Atlanta Hawks for Rajon Rondo. The Clips get a point guard who may not be amazing in the regular season, but just absolutely erupts come playoff time. The Hawks, on the other hand, get an established veteran, and we all know what went down in Atlanta a few months ago. So, yeah. <laughs> and the last B-tier trade was the three-team deal between the Knicks, Thunder, and the Sixers. The Knicks received Terrence Ferguson, Vincent Poirier, and a future second-round pick. The Thunder got Austin Rivers and two future second-round picks, while the Sixers received Tony Bradley and Ignace Brasdakis. All three teams bolstered their benches with this deal, and the Thunder received more draft capital. And moving on to the C-tier trades, and there were quite a bit of these, the Clippers traded Fiondu Cavangeli and a future second-round pick and cash considerations to the Sacramento Kings for a future second-round pick with protections. It keeps the Clippers under the hard cap and gives them another roster spot. Uh, Cavangeli was later waived by the Kings. Uh, the Cavs traded JaVale McGee to the Denver Nuggets for Isaiah Hartenstein, and two future second-round picks. The Nuggets are reunited with McGee, who played with them from 2011 to 2015, and they get a nice backup center. The Cavs, on the other hand, get a young bench piece. The Wizards traded Mo Wagner and Troy Brown Jr. to the Bulls for Chandler Hutchison and Daniel Gafford. It's a swap of young players for both teams' benches. The Celtics traded Daniel Tice to the Wizards for, or to the Bulls rather, for Mo Wagner. The Celtics getting a backup big who can space the floor. The Pelicans dealt J.J. Redick and Nicolo Melli to the Dallas Mavericks for James Johnson, Wes Iwundu, and a future second-round pick. The Mavs get a shooter to replace Seth Curry and Melli, who is also a floor-spacing small ball center. The Pelicans get a veteran in James Johnson and a young bench player in Iwundu. Now turning our attention to the buyout market and waiver wire, Andre Drummond and LaMarcus Aldridge were both bought out by their respective teams and are currently meeting with multiple contenders. Now, there are rumors that Drummond has narrowed his choices down to the Lakers and Celtics with the Knicks still in the mix, but a decision on that remains to be seen. Aldridge, uh, the Heat, are the front, run front runners to sign him, but we'll have to see what happens in that regard. Of course, uh, the Lakers were linked to Drummond quite a while ago, and same with the Heat for Aldridge. Uh, it's just a matter of time before we know where these two will end up. They're both hot commodities on the buyout market at the moment. And the following players were waived yesterday. Myers Leonard, forward and center from the Thunder, Jalen Lequeux, a guard from the Pacers, and Jabari Parker, a forward from the Kings. So it's going to be very interesting to see where those guys end up as well. And that's a wrap on this trade deadline recap for the Boundless and Ballin podcast. It's going to be very exciting to see how these teams play moving forward and how their new additions factor into their future. It's also going to be exciting to see the players on the waiver wire and buyout market that we talked about where they end up and how they impact their new teams as well. Stay tuned for uh, another Boundless and Ballin podcast episode on probably next week, a special collaboration episode with a few familiar faces. So be on the lookout for that. And until then, I'm Jordan Beckley now and stay safe, stay healthy, peace.